0: All right, streaming live on Facebook. Welcome, Ted Ives, to ROI and You, our weekly, sometimes more often than once a week um, podcast and Facebook Live, and however you prefer to consume your media, we're giving tips to grow your career. Um, and I think a lot of the tips actually apply at any era in your career hunt. But first, can you tell tell everybody a little bit about you and your background and what you like to
1: focus on? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm an older guy that's been around forever, so, and I've been in multiple industries, so um, I, I think I do have some experience to, that might save people some time, you know, butting their heads, heads against a wall. So I, I, I'm really a, more of a software guy from way back, you know, software product manager type uh, person. I worked at Apple. Uh, I mean, I was an intern at Microsoft back in college in the 80s, you know, so kind of been around the block and, and seen a lot of stuff. But after a long time in the software industry, I joined a, uh, a digital agency that had uh, a software product as the, their technology. And uh, I was in charge of the product, but sort of as I was there, I was able to sort of interact with clients and see how the, the people working with the clients were getting the work done and sort of understand, you know, what, what is an agency all about, right? A digital agency. Mm-hmm. And uh, so eventually, you know, I, I, I left and started my own little consulting agency here and it's sort of positioned in between being like a consultancy and being a small agency. Right. So yeah, the idea is you want to be big enough to attract, uh, that, big enough that large clients will, you know, uh, believe that you have the resources to support them, but, uh, but that you're small enough that you'll give them special attention. Right. Kind of a thing. So that's sort of a sweet spot of positioning. Um, we have a bunch of, it's just myself, uh, a, a gal out in Colorado and a, a couple of full-time folks in India. Right. So it's, um, nice. We keep it small and, you know, our clients range from, you know, uh, one very large health insurer to, to uh, you know, we've got a couple of large nonprofits, uh, software companies, because that's, you know, I love that stuff. And uh, even even ones like, you know, the South Carolina Aquarium, uh, which obviously is in dire, dire straits right now, because, you know, you can't, you, you can only open up, I think, I think they're only 25% capacity. So it's just like a restaurant. Things are a little rough for some of these clients right now. Yeah. um so you 'll see that uh, but you know we have a hotel a hotel chain uh, and some other folks so it's uh it 's fun you know there's no shortage of work
0: that's great that's great and what what in particular do you like best about about what you do and, and you 're mostly working in paid search right
1: yeah i kind of built up my reputation with seO but i really um i feel like you know there's there 's more money in paid you know people tend to spend a lot on it and they don't really pay much attention to managing it so a lot of people do need help you know they're sort of spending vast amounts and not really doing a very good job at it so plus google's making it always tougher and tougher to rank organically for stuff so i Mm -hmm. kind of figured you know maybe dipping a toe in the paid thing would be good and uh, that's that's worked out so yeah we tend to do paid search uh facebook ads linkedin ads that type of thing but then also we try to keep it holistic and work with the client on seo stuff and uh analytics i mean with seo it's sort of limited by how much the client can do anyway so mm-hmm. with the paid stuff it's more turnkey we kind of do everything we'll research the keywords put the campaign together write the ads give them to the client for approval that, that kind of thing for seo it's more like a personal trainer so it's more like uh you know hey you, you need to you need to eat less and work out well i can't eat less for you you know it's kind of you know, the the clients, the domain experts. So they have sort of an appetite for how much SEO they can handle. And it's usually a couple of content pieces at a time. And you just sort of work on a few things and you work on a few other things the next month. And eventually you've, you've done enough content pieces that it sort of all adds up and you start getting some, some traction. Um,
0: Nice. A
1: lot of of fun stuff.
0: No, that's fantastic. And how long have you been, how long have you been doing digital marketing?
1: I want to say 12 years now. I'd, I'd have to go look. Yeah. Um, probably about that. Yeah. So oh, a
0: while. Yeah, I hear you. About the, about the same amount as me. Um, and I, I kind of only, that the pinpoint is I got married a year after. Um, and so I like, okay, what's my anniversary? And then when did I leave the globe? And then that's... <laughs> it,
1: it, it was back when MySpace was a thing.
0: Oh, yes. Right, and right on. Friendster. No, that's fantastic. That. And And you in particular have job searching on your mind pretty significantly, not for yourself, but for your son, right? He just graduated?
1: Yeah, yeah, he graduated with a computer science degree from University of Rhode Island. So, and, you know, it's funny, I helped him buy his uh, suit, you know, and he was all set for career day. And and then, you know, bam, career day gets canceled and all these, you know, big Raytheon folks and different folks never did show up, you know, Mm. it doesn't exist. So here he is with a great suit, but no one to, no one to show it to. So, um, so it's definitely tough out there. There's not a lot of hiring going on right now, but I will say what he's been pursuing, and it's interesting to talk about general job searching first as opposed to digital, because it's really the same thing. Um, what he's been focusing on is informational interviews. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what a lot of folks may not really realize, the, the, the younger folks, is when you see a job position listed, and, and you're like, oh, I'll apply for this job position. Probably, I, I'm just guessing You're 75% of the time, that position's already filled. The hiring manager knows who they want to hire. It's mm-hmm. someone internal or someone they've already interviewed. And they just, they, you know, HR, if it's a larger company, they make them list it, right? So yeah. it's sort of like the fix is already in. So if, right. if, a, if a position's listed, it's almost too late. And it's okay to send out resumes to 50 places. Maybe you will get one interview or something, but it's just not very effective what's better is to do these what's called informational interviews which is where you reach out to someone and you say hey i'm i'm really interested in your field i was wondering if, if i could do an informational interview with you to to ask you some questions about my career and you know what i should be doing to to, to, to get into that field and you know that that sort of thing you sort of position it that way and let, you know who's not going to help somebody right so people sort of say oh sure i'll talk to you you know they talk to you and then you know what you there, so there's there's a couple of outcomes one is you, you follow up and you say, hey, is, is there anybody else that you think would be great for me to talk to, right? right? And you can keep doing that forever. It's like pulling on a string and it's attached to a rope and you keep pulling, right? And there's, there's different things attached to it. But the, what happens is you, you're getting your face out there. You're meeting with people and then, but they don't have a, they don't have a position, right? Well, the, mm-hmm. the, the point is, do you want to apply for a job and compete with a thousand people for the job or do you want to have an interview a job that doesn't exist and compete with nobody well what's going to happen is if you do eight or ten of these informational interviews or 20 or whatever guess what's going to happen probability says sometime in the next two months one of those companies is going to start needing somebody and then the person you interviewed with it'll be their idea you know people love it when it's their own idea they'll go oh yeah I i talked to a kid last month he'd be perfect for this right right and they call you up and then you know there's no worrying about a thousand people applying for the job. There, you already interviewed, right? right? So, that's so informational interviews are really, uh, to me, that's like the only way to go. I mean, I've been, you know, I've tried many other many other ways over over a very long career, and that's that's like the best way. So, uh, yeah.
0: And would you say that that still is relevant, or even more relevant with COVID?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I will say most of the people that are doing this with him right now are, are like, let's do it via Zoom, which kind of, you know, it's better to meet in person if you can, but we're all kind of in this Zoom world, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. So, I mean, anyway, just, and and the other thing is, I will say the interviews he's been doing, uh, the advice he's been getting is fantastic about his career, you know, like, uh, get, get this kind of a job or avoid that kind of a, uh, avoid this kind of a company or you know, you really want to get a situation where, you know, you know, the job involves this. Right. So he's kind of getting a lot of advice that I, I, I'm not very fresh with my computer programming advice. Right. So Mm -hmm. um, a lot of these folks are giving him like just golden career advice, really um, in general, which I think is is really valuable. And, you know, it's great for his morale. I mean, he went from, you know, it's, it's tough looking to, you know, Hey, just, he's just interviewed with six people, you know, it's pretty, pretty neat. And they're all really cool people. And, they're giving him great advice, so he's, he's sort of. It's a lot more ex- easy to get excited about your job search when you're when you're doing these.
0: Right, sure, and I think too that, um, like you said, it's not just getting in front of people, but hearing their insights and kind of filtering that into your mind and your career trajectory, because they could be giving you advice that's not only relevant now, but for the long term.
1: Right. And so like, for instance, uh, you know, he wants a job around in Rhode Island, right? But a couple of the people I hooked him up with are on in Florida or the, or the West Coast, you know, and I think the West Coast person was like, uh, really, you can, you can stay in Rhode Island? You know, it's like, but you know, he doesn't need to hear, hear that from his dad, you know, but, but you know, who, who knows, maybe, uh, maybe he finds something interesting somewhere else and decides to move. It's, you, you can't, can't predict anything. So it's good to throw yourself into situations and expose yourself to different ideas and, and, and different, different organizations and people and everything so
0: yeah especially if you're from Rhode Island
1: <laughs> yeah little that's backwater
0: place. yeah uh, yeah no I think that's that's really great advice and do you have any tips on um, how so he's mostly connecting with these people through you and you have contact with them but what what would you say uh, if somebody had you know parents who maybe are working in a different industry and they want to break into digital, what, what makes sense for them?
1: Yeah, so um, it's gonna sound like weird advice, but I, I, I really feel like, uh, like when I started consulting, most of my clients the first year came from spouses of friends who were like doing something in marketing, right? And maybe my friend was a programmer, but their spouse was a marketer. And I told everybody, oh, I do SEO, I'm working, I'm doing SEO now, I'm doing SEO consulting, right? And uh, everybody kind of like, you know, they, they, they talk about you at the dinner table. Oh, my friend Ted's doing SEO. Oh, we need some SEO. I should talk to him, right, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so spouses of people, you may not think about spouses of people as being, you know, but maybe you know somebody whose spouse is in marketing, you know, or, or is in digital marketing. So I, I just, it's, I think there's something there.
0: Right. Yeah, it's, that's interesting. So the people who you knew had more technical backgrounds, but their spouses were in marketing. There's probably a trend there.
1: <laughs> there was, t- there were tons. There were, it was a, maybe it's just the people I know. I don't know. Um, and then you know, obviously you can reach out via LinkedIn and message people and pay a little bit extra to be able to send more messages through LinkedIn and all that. I mean that you, you'll get a good open rate and if you send out enough, you will get, you know, you, you'd have to write a, a good a good message that's really heartfelt and a, and a genuine thing. People get so much stuff and short, kind of, kind of spammy and short. Um, the other thing, and this is, a, this is a weird one. It's a really weird one, but, you know, I think we've all read about, well, maybe everybody hasn't read about, it. there's the, you know, there's the occasional story where someone just bids on a bunch of people's names and they, they do these customized ads by name. And oh, so right. when people Google themselves, they see an ad that appeals that's talking to them directly. Yeah. And then there's a landing page just for that, you know, so you could, you could, you could show off your digital marketing skills by doing some of those, you know, I've I've heard good things a few times about people targeted ads. Yeah, pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. But. So if you knew if if you knew or wanted to learn, you could position yourself so that you could run an ad about yourself to a hiring manager. Let's say.
1: Yeah, like like you could. So if you wanted to get into CVS, you could go. Okay, I know the zip code of the headquarters. Of course, of course, there's a problem now. Everybody's at home. They're all on Zoom. So.
0: Oh yeah. But. That might.
1: You know, maybe the maybe the zip code of the headquarters is the IP is the zip code of all the IPs. I, I don't know. You'd have to look mm-hmm. into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I always look like I'm from New York because I'm. Well, I used to look like New York because I was at Starbucks. Now I, now I look like I'm from Middletown, even though I'm in East Greenwich. But, um, for some reason, but uh, yeah, you could you could do all kinds, There's all kinds of crazy stuff you could. So you could have some fun with it. You know, and it, I don't think it would cost. You, you, you'd have to be careful how you do it, but you, you could you could. Uh, do it cost effectively, probably. So that, that, yeah. that type of stuff's fun.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Or um, we just, Newport Interactive Marketing just had Chip Leakus talk about LinkedIn. So I have LinkedIn very much in my brain. And one of the suggestions I think he had was if you're stalking someone, you can figure out what groups they're on by going to their profile and then join some of their groups. And then you could comment on some of their posts you could connect with them that way without having to uh, send like a cold call connection. LinkedIn, if you're part of the same group, you, you're able to connect with people without sending in mail.
1: Yeah, and if you can interact with somebody for a couple of months on you know, sort of a peer level, then it's a lot easier to you send a message saying, hey, by the way, you know, I'm looking for something. Um, the, you know, the other anecdote I'd like to give you, there was a, the, the agency I was at, there was a, a, a fellow who was in an MBA program I don't think he was done with it yet, but he uh, he somehow he knew or ran into the head of sales and the head of sales came in and basically said, you know, we we should hire this guy as an analyst, you know, and the CEO was, you know, they didn't have the money for it, you know, and so the, the sales guy basically said, well, how about he just works for three months for, for nothing, you know, and, uh, you know, if you like him, you hire him, you know, That's and uh, and it was like, yeah, what do you mean like a free internship? Sure. And everybody always, you know people a lot of people don't like the concept of the internship but this guy did it and he was like fantastic everybody loved him of course they hired him you know (laughs) you know what i mean so and what so he worked for free for three months that's nothing if you're if you i mean if you got nothing going on you know it could take you six months to find something so uh that was a good move so you you know you could think of a free internship type thing approach somebody and say you know i really want to learn from you you know you, you stroke their ego you know you appeal to their ego you know that kind of thing and you know, I'm looking for a mentor, I'm willing to work for free for however long, you know, that type of thing. And, and, you know, let people try before they buy type of thing.
0: Yeah, the mentor piece. How important do you think mentors are?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I've been spoiled my whole life. I always have the best, I've had the best mentors, like forever going way back. Um, they really are. And it's it's the knowledge that you get. That's the, the key. I mean, um, you know, stuff that you can't, uh so for instance, like, I mean, this is just a small thing, but I remember I had a product manager working for me and I, I, I told her, you know, all right, you're going you're gonna to write a press release and you've got you to write a quote from our VP. You know, you, you write the quote and then we'll get it approved. And she was like, you know, well, wait a minute, I write the quote, I, I write what the guy said. Shouldn't, isn't, don't we, shouldn't we talk to him and find out what he says? I'm like, no, 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 no one in a press release ever actually says any of that. It's all made up. No one ever said any of it. You're just totally making up for, you know. Unless it's
0: me like, and I write, I write the press release as well. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I mean, but like how would you know that? Like unless you were in the real world and like, True. you know, actually working, right? So it's, it's like those little nuggets. I, I, I don't know. I think those are the valuable nuggets in just understanding how life is. Oh,
0: yeah, completely just how the world works. Um, and yeah, but mentors is a really interesting point that hasn't come up, I think we've done maybe about half dozen interviews and, um, that can also interning can be a great way to, you know, dovetail with a mentor, um, and find somebody I've had really great mentors also. And they just happen to be, um, people who have been more, or, you know, are more experienced and been around longer and can teach you a few things and, it isn't always a hundred percent about work also, you know, and then they become friends and I've taken kind of a hit this, this in the past calendar year, I've lost two really good mentors. And, you know, so, um, but yeah, I mean, life goes on and I, I'm just so thrilled that I was able to work with them.
1: You know, the one, uh, one word that you said was experience, right? And, and the whole thing is in your job search, a critical thing during your job search is don't just work on your job search work on getting experience while you're looking for the job right so for instance my son the programmer you know the feedback he's getting from everybody is have a project you're working on open source all the code on github be passionate about it tell everybody what you're working on make it something cool you know and he he actually is working on i don't know what it is he's working on but he's got some project, right that he was already doing so that's so programmers certainly have a, a pretty straightforward you can you can work on you can write a program right yeah. marketers it's a little more challenging but you can do the couple of things you can do are you know if you have a friend who needs a google ads campaign or a facebook campaign in their business just tell them you'll set it up and run it for them for free right have them pay for
0: the, right pay the cost of the ads
1: pay for the clicks but you do the managing of it right yeah. boom you've just managed your first campaign you know? absolutely it's better than going in if you're involved, is uh, find a nonprofit, right, that that, that would like to advertise. Uh, Google has the Google Grants program where you have, you know, $10,000 a month you can spend on on search ads. Um, Help them through that process, right? It's, It's straightforward. You just fill out a bunch of forms and, you know, confirm a bunch of things. And then, you know, usually within about two months, boom, you get 10 grand a month to spend. Now it's not real money, it's Google money, right? So if you if you don't have enough keywords and ads going you you won't really spend that much but uh you know then you can set that up and manage that for them right so you're kind of doing some good for the world with a nonprofit, and and you're managing an account so and and it's the perfect thing for even if you don't if you even if you've never done it you want to manage a google ads account you've never done it in your life just uh you know fake it till you make it yeah. you know that's that's i mean that's you, you have to manage your first account sometimes so just tell people that's what you do and then someone will trust you and let you do it and then uh do a lot of do a lot of googling and buy all the buy all the right books and spend a lot of time on that first account and get it right
0: yeah well that's one thing that has come up frequently in the interviews in the series is to really focus on expanding your skills just because you know if you're only looking for a job that's all you're working on then you're wasting your time because most employers want to see That you are actively acquiring new skills and um, ROI and is really designed to to do that for you. Right. It's all curated. You also get the built in mentors, you get the experts, you know, you're one of our instructors. And uh, yeah, so just it's designed to be an all in one package. Um, that then you roll into an internship, you have some portfolio pieces from your project, that then we can sell you into the internship. And then we have lined up interviews as well.
1: Yeah, the the other thing is with digital marketing, with all these different channels, I mean, if I was coming in, and I wanted to just get my foot in the door with digital marketing, I I, I mean, literally, all you got to do is uh, learn MailChimp. And then <laughs> Just go to, go to every agency in the area, every digital agency in the area and every independent consultant in the area, anybody that does SEO, go to any web designer that's around and just tell every single one of them, I do just email marketing. I can, I can set up emails and, and email newsletters for your client. I, I handle all that stuff. I handle all the audience stuff. Guess what? There's nobody out there that does that. Everybody that does email marketing is pretty much in-house. There's not a lot of agencies out there that do it. There's mm-hmm. no place to outsource that work to. There's plenty of SEO people. There's plenty of PPC people. There's no email people for some reason. So mm. just be an independent email person. There's a huge demand. I mean, you you, you would get referrals like crazy from just every everybody and his, his brother.
0: Yeah. Well, but I think too, it's important to understand how all the pieces fit together, right? And one of the the first segment that we really dip into is. Um, Is storytelling right and so under the context of and and another uh, mentor said well what happened like what about content strategy and it's like well that's a good point but content strategy is woven in through this whole thing you know so we go from storytelling to measurement like um, google analytics and then in between are all these different facets to understand how all the pieces fit together Um, and i think that's important because it all is changing so quickly um that from what i know from talking to my interns it's hard to gather all that information um in an undergrad program
1: yeah and it's often that that the most important things for a company to be doing perhaps you know what what you're what you weren't brought in for right so sometimes i'll i'll be you know working on something you know and I'll be like you know really you don't have a you, you don't you don't have a, a CRM to manage your leads you know maybe you should work on that you know, like why yeah. are we working why are we working on ads and landing pages when you can't even track the leads I mean maybe that's maybe this is a little premature or whatever right so um, it's very easy to get all excited about one little corner of digital marketing but not sort of lose sight of like the big picture is that you have to have this whole machine set up and all these different parts working
0: yeah it's in, in a lot of ways it's if you picture an assembly line right like you have okay here here come here come the leads right or like here's here's all these different channels right and the, the leads are out there right and you're sort of almost like a picking line right like okay you're picking and you're getting picked based on an ad based on a google search based on this based on that but then you know, is, is that client who's being picked getting dropped because there's no place to put them, right? Like, so if you're picking off this line that's coming on the pike and then it's like, okay, well now they came in off search, but, but now what do I do? Right. And then they get dropped Then, Well, what's the point?
1: Yep. Or like I've got, I I have have a client right now. I mean, the the guy was probably 80 to 90% of his leads were from paid search. This was five or six years ago. And uh, I mean, my, you know, my big comment to him at the time was like, you know, cut your Google Ads spend in half for a couple of months and pay somebody to write some pages, you know, (laughs) you need some, you need some content here. You got to get some SEO going. Um, He's done that. And now he's got, you know, it's more like a 60, 40 kind of thing. I mean, he's really created a lot of really good content. He's ranking really well. And uh, you know, you want to have all the legs on the marketing stool, you know, email, you know, paid SEO, you know, offline stuff, you know, radio, you could even, you know, depending on what it is. So yeah. um, that, that is what I think what's fun about digital is you, you can, you can sort of, uh, you, know, you can be pushing a lot of these different directions and work on, I mean, I mean, I've got, I've occasionally done, you know, video campaigns, right? It's not our big thing. But, you know, we've done them, right. So and, and we'll do them, someone needs that we do it. So it's like, that's pretty fun stuff, you know. Um, so you can kind of get, get your hands dirty and, and a lot, a lot of other areas you know i i run mailchimp campaigns for for one client you know it's not really my thing but but yet it's pretty fun you know i mean it's nice to see some business out of these cool emails we send out
0: yeah that's awesome so you, so uh, let's talk about tools for a little bit so you like mailchimp as opposed to constant contact or active campaign or
1: i kind of do i mean active campaign is real nice um, but you know it's a big investment in in figuring it out i think mailchimp's pretty simple mm-hmm. so just for doing email i mean mailchimp I, I i to me it's the go to kind of thing um, yeah i like google analytics i mean tool wise i mean it's microsoft excel is the ultimate tool um, i do everything in excel i mean everything happens in excel so if you're not like really good at excel go take some excel courses because it's like the best thing you'd ever do
0: nice and and um for google analytics so there what do you find to be helpful or what what are some things if you don't know anything about google analytics would be good to figure out
1: well so google analytics itself it's it's nice to set that up and look at it and, and you can look at things like you know uh, bounce rate and average seconds on page and you can kind of tr- figure out what pages are better than others and you can get conversion tracking set up and everything but google tag manager is really where the action is with all that right so tag manager lets you deploy snippets of javascript on websites without talking to the it people so you can take like the facebook pixel and you can just push it out to the whole website you know mm-hmm. or the linkedin pixel boom you've pushed it out it's very easy with tag manager but with tag manager you can also monitor what's going on on the page so you could say, if this form ever gets submitted, send an event to Google Analytics, right? Or if this button ever gets clicked or, or whatever, right? So um, Google Analytics is great for measuring and graphing stuff and kind of seeing what's going on. But, but to actually really do the, the measurement part, you gotta get, Google Tag Manager is really key. So getting some expertise at that, I think, you know, anybody that, that's, that's like spent a lot of time learning analytics if you go learn Google tag manager, it'll, I, I, I guarantee it'll become, it'll, it'll come in handy.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and how complicated is Google tag manager to kind of figure out like on a scale of one to 10?
1: Um, that's a good question. Maybe a six or seven. There's, there's a lot of really good videos, uh, folks that do really good videos out there now where the, in past years, they weren't, you know, so I think it's, it's gotten a little easier. Google Tag Manager is, is so designed by, I mean, Google is completely composed of engineers, even their marketing right. people. I, I, I get the feeling they're engineers. So they, yes. they just don't understand, they don't understand human beings, you know, so it's like, it's definitely not designed to be easy, but you, but basically you just set up these triggers and a trigger is like something that watches for something to happen and then it fires, you know, right. And you like set up, you
0: watched a video, downloaded a PDF
1: yeah uh, click to click the button and then you you set up a tag and the tag is hey if this trigger ever happens uh, do something right? right and the tag could be just take this snippet that i pasted and execute it you know so maybe it's a facebook action or you know i don't know one of those custom events you can do in facebook but um you could do a google analytics event you know they, have, they have, and they have forms you can fill out instead of writing javascript they've done integrations with all these vendors so you can just fill out a form. So you want to make a Google event. Okay. You just pick four things on this form. It's pretty easy. So it's not like you have, you don't have to write, you don't have to be an expert at writing code or anything like that. I'm not, you you don't need to be a programmer to use tag Manager. So it's not, it's not as bad as it sounds, but yeah, it's definitely, um, it's, it's just a great tool.
0: That's fantastic. And, and what would you say that something you could pick up like in, you know, a few hours, half day. Mm. Maybe a little bit more.
1: I would say a couple of days. I mean, if you had somebody, maybe a friend that would let you use it on their site and you get rid of the Google Analytics tag from their site, however it's on there, and then you redeploy it through Google Tag Manager instead, you know, Um, and then maybe you put the Facebook pixel out there and the LinkedIn pixel, and then maybe you measure a few events and send those as conversion, as events to Google Analytics. In Google Analytics, you can turn events into conversions. If you want to get fancy you can then get those conversions back into google ads and then you like close the loop and all that um but that, that's just good stuff to sort of you know and, and there's a ton of videos so yeah it's not it's not trivial but um you, you could do you know, the basics i think in in a, in a couple of days and really advanced stuff you could spend a couple of weeks
0: on it yeah and your last nim talk did, did we focus on google tag manager i don't, I don't oh, know no, that was Um, Jay Murphy, I think, right? Yeah, I don't think that must have been Jay. I don't don't think think we talked about it. I can't remember what the last talk was. We did a panel.
1: Oh, yeah. You and
0: Sabrina and, uh, yeah, Ryan moderated. And, yeah, that was really good. We talked about paid ads and what's what's going, what's working.
1: Mark Collins, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. No, this is super, um, super helpful and insightful. I think uh, there's just... So much to know and so much to learn.
1: Yeah. I, I, I mean, my heart goes out to anybody looking for a job right now. Cause it's, it's just 2020. It's just, it's awful. There was a comedian on Facebook. I, I posted it, reposted it. a guy from Massachusetts, but he said he went down to Staples and he bought himself a 2021 planner and he told everybody go out and do this. Cause then, then you can look and see that it, it says 2021 on it and get, get excited, you know? And it's like, that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> it's like, Let's just move on to the next year. So anybody looking, you know, hang in there, get a bunch of informational interviews, but find ways you can really do the work even if you don't have a job uh, just to get the experience.
0: Yeah, I think that's really important. And uh, I think too, to work with, it's hard to find people who you can work with who will support you and mentor you in in that process, right? So that's another key piece of ROI in you that we have. People with the right sort of teaching mindset that it's not, you know, just being thrown to the wolves because <laughs> I can get tricky too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's no shortage of uh, difficulty in in, in digital.
0: I know. But, but I'm with you. I have been, so I have this ratty notebook that I've been carrying around for quite a while. And on my list of things to do today is to retire this notebook because it's almost done anyway, and I just feel like, you know what? I just don't want to see this. I don't want to look at this anymore. <laughs> yeah, kind of the the idea of um, moving on toward 2021 is good. Yeah,
1: one. I sure hope it's... Uh, it's well, I'm going to say, how could it not be better? Because you never know. But I mean, you know... <laughs> Things revert to the mean occasionally right you know when they go way off, so hopefully there's a reversion of the mean here
0: yeah, well, and I think too that there's going to be especially for digital <laughs> right I mean have you seen an uptick
1: um i'm seeing I'm seeing churn right i've seen some I've seen a few clients leave I've got uh, one new one and a couple of a couple that I'm uh finalizing closing so overall there's it seems like people are they, they, there's, there's two types of people I'm seeing. There's people who are scaling way back because they've, they're in survival mode, right? Yeah. So people like the, you know, the aquarium, right? You're at you're 25% capacity. I mean, you're not gonna have any money for digital right at that point, right? Sure. Um, so people who are in survival mode. The other types are the folks who, they have a cushion, things are slow. They know things are slow, but their their attitude is, you know what, we're gonna work this year on processes, and getting our act together for next year so that when things get moving, we're totally ready to conquer it, right? Yeah. Um, so I mean, I've, I've got a client right now, we're pretty much re- working on re-architecting the whole website, the information architecture of it with all keyword based, organizing it. And then we're working on, I mean, now, now we've got like 30 pages we gotta get written it somehow, right, which is sort of an interactive, back and a lot of interactive back and forth stuff. But by the time we're done, you know, it'll take a few months, but. You know, they'll basically have a revamped website, totally designed to like rank super high for all these cool terms. And, you know, the whole thought is, you know, by next spring, when things start coming back for their industry, they'll be, they'll be getting a lot more organic leads. And then, you know, it'll be, it'll be a good thing. But they, the point is they have the time now, you know, a lot of people, things are slow. You have the time to work on stuff. So now's the time to work on those things.
0: Yeah. Get your pivot down. Yeah, and from what I've heard too um, from a lot of our agency partners is that they may have a hiring freeze right now or not be hiring in marketing right now, but they're expecting by by winter or spring, Q1, that they're going to need to ramp up because there are a lot of a lot of uh, there's just so much demand. And right now they're sort of treading water and keeping existing staff busy. But one of the big challenges that they're facing is remote onboarding and a lot of agencies not all but a lot of agencies are already uh in a little bit of a bind because they took their existing workforce and everybody went remote so now it's you know a yeah. little bit fragile once they I, have I, 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 don't,
1: I don't I don't see how you transfer, have the mentoring and the transferring of the knowledge without being able to sit with somebody and look together you know it's just different you know or or staying in a room right on a whiteboard or whatever I mean it it's it's different you know Yeah, Um, same thing like for programmers, you know, I mean, it it goes back forever, the two programmers will sit and look at a screen together, you know, I mean, and you can, you can do it over zoom, but it's, it's just, it's not as good.
0: Well, and I think it's a synchronous piece that's really important, right? And the live in, you know, the live, even if you're not sitting next to each other. And that's, that's a huge piece of what we're doing, because I've taught a bunch of virtual courses before um, for universities and that's, that's what works because you need to have that presence where you can ask questions and interact.
1: Yeah. I got a great meme. It's uh Obi-Wan and Luke and Obi- Obi-Wan says, you need to, you need to become a Jedi and learn the ways of the force. And Luke says, uh, okay, I'm ready. And then Obi-Wan says, uh, okay, log into the Jedi portal. And uh,
0: <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, for students who are still, still in school i think it's especially hard because they're um the professors a lot of professors are not set up to do remote basically but it's um it's interesting you know for them
1: yeah weird weird times i don't know why, you know um yeah i just vote i just vote no on 2020 that's my that's my vote <laughs> let's just x out the whole thing
0: yeah Live and synchronous is really, really important. So anyway, the digital partners who we're talking to are really excited about ROI and you because it allows them to contribute to help shape, but they don't actually have to spend as much time with training. And by the way, they're already busy enough trying to manage their client work. So it's, a, you know, it's one of those chicken or egg things. And one, uh, one interviewer uh, interviewee said, yeah, now you're competing against people who have, you know, if you're a recent grad, you're competing against people who've been out for three or four years who are laid off, so it's extra challenging.
1: Yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. The, 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 you know, it's it's interesting because I'm, I'm I'm actually reading the uh, a biography of Hyman Rickover, right, the, the the guy who designed the subs. You know, he ran the submarine program, right, the yeah. nuclear subs. Yeah. Um, and uh, he started out, he had five guys working for him. They, his boss didn't like what was going on. He, he laid everybody, he, he moved everybody to something else. And he's all by himself. And he, and he thought, you know what? We, we met with all these scientists. I'll go back and meet with all these scientists again that we already met. So he goes, he goes to Oak Ridge and he, he finds out they're working on a, a civilian atomic plant, but it's not going well at all. They're not going to finish it. The money's going to run out. They're never going to get there. And uh, the money's all being funded from the Atomic Energy Commission. And he says to these guys, uh, "Look, do you want to do you want to continue to work on this turkey, or do you want to work on a you know nuclear sub design, you know, uh, the, the engine?" And uh, they're like, "We'd rather work on that." And he's like, "Well, th- just don't tell your bosses, and just start working on it. I'll give you the stuff. You can just start working on it." And uh, he basically stole six months of like millions of dollars worth of funding by just telling these guys to work on it, and they did. But he correctly understood the the, the important thing was to get experience and, and need to go make these, you know, who are they going to turn to? The, the guys, that are, they're already six m- months into this, right, kind of a thing. Yeah. So it's like the whole thing of like getting the experience, you know, working on stuff. You know, and in his case, it was like no one was even asking for what they were doing, but they were still moving the ball. So you got to move the ball forward, even if there's no, even if you're not sure if there is a ball, you know, you, it's, it's good to work on stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And things always take a lot longer than you think, even in normal times. But now I think we're, you know, as I was homeschooling and dealing with that whole balance of, okay, I had really great systems set up for my businesses, for my home life, for my child's education and everything just ground to a halt. So I had to rebuild those systems, but I was telling clients and people, hey, look, you know, what used to take me a day, now it takes a week. And luckily, school is back happening, so I'm, I'm, you know, it's doesn't, not taking quite that long, but uh, rebuilding systems when you don't, it, you know, systems and processes are really important even if you think you don't actually need them right now. To create- yeah, right? I mean, the, I mean
1: the, the rule of thumb, which I really agree with that a lot of people use, is if you're gonna do something more than once, like if you're going to do it twice, the first time you do it, write it down, right. like take notes, you know? So, it, and it doesn't have to be great. I mean, I'll do a one page cheat sheet kind of thing with a couple of screenshots, a couple of arrows, a couple of comments. It's like a love note to myself, you know? And then like two years later, I'll be like, how did I do that? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Here's all the steps. You know, it's just like, like if you're working on a, a, a jacuzzi bathtub or something and you, you leave like, yeah, what did I do? I left uh left a couple of parts. I taped them inside, including the, the special wrench that was needed. Um, I taped them inside that thing, yeah. right? So then, so when I needed to fix this, I opened it up and I was like, oh my God, like 12 years ago, I, I left this love letter to myself. That's what documentation does. You know, if you, with procedures, you're, you're writing yourself a love letter. So write a lot of those.
0: A time-saving letter. Yes. Yeah. I think that's really important. And to think about things in terms of I recently said, um, invest in systems. Invest in systems that people can follow. Like if you were investing in an individual, and sometimes that individual doesn't work out, right? So to create the system that almost anybody could walk into with, which is what we've done with Newport Interactive Marketing with the interns we've had for ten years, there's a roadmap. I don't even really look at the roadmap anymore. The interns manage it. They update it. They improve it. You know, I occasionally see, oh, this changed, Eventbrite, something different, you know. But for the most part, they are entirely managing it and doing a great job at it. And it's because we have the systems and processes set up. And that's just so important.
1: It is. I mean, uh, let me see if I have, uh, uh, I can show you something. Um, Yeah, you mind if I share my screen for a second? No, go for it. All right, let's be fun. So I mean, I, I love I, a
0: screen I, share.
1: I, I'm working on a procedure right now, but you know, this, so this is like a monthly Google Ads, you know, maintenance procedure, right? Which has, you know, a, a jillion steps. But I mean, I, I give this to you know the folks in India, and they just, you know, they execute it. But it's like you're saying every little thing, you know, we tell them exa- you know, here's exactly what to do, right? Yeah. And then filter on this. Look for this. Look for these things. Take, uh, you know. Um, when you're all done, you know if you see something, send me an email or put it into this, noted in this sheet kind of a thing, right? I mean, there's just excruciating detail involved here.
0: Yeah, wow. How much time does that take you to put together?
1: Uh, a lot, but once you've done it, you've got it. So it's not, right. it's not, uh, it, yeah. it, 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 it's, it's, it's definitely, it's super worthwhile. Um, and you know, and again with the folks in India, I mean, I, I literally once a week I go uh, here's the clients, here's the procedures, execute procedure 13 on client C, you know, and they, they go do it. And then they go, here's the results, you know? So it's like, you have to think like a programmer, there's inputs, there's outputs, there's steps, you know, it's really like writing a program. So, but I just do everything in Excel and just document it all in Excel with steps. Um, but you know, but then if if I'll do a cheat sheet for myself, it's just two screenshots and a paragraph, you know, it's really all you need.
0: Right, right. Yeah, it's 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 really incredible, right? But this speaks to Newport Interactive Marketing. We had Margot Crawford talk about, she's a productivity expert. And that's one of the things that came up was, okay, if I have a task that takes me an hour to do, do I actually spend the time to document it and hand it off to somebody else? And uh, I think the quick answer was, how often do you hand that off to somebody? You know, if you're handing it off so that, you know, it needs to be done three times in a month, then you just save yourself two hours yep, in that month. And then if every month thereafter, you know, that's 10 hours in a year, which I will take 10 hours in a year back.
1: No problem. Well, kind of like some of my clients, like I said, right now, things are slow. So they're working on these kinds of things. That was really when I was starting out for that first year, when I was getting those deals from uh, friends, uh, wives that were in marketing or whatever, that, that all seemed to be, you know, those are the ones that seemed to be hiring me. Um, but I, I had a lot of free time. So what did I do during the free time? Worked on procedures, you know, worked on writing everything down, worked on reporting templates, things like that stuff to make myself productive later. So, um, you know, just, just redeem the, redeem the time, you know, make use of, of of your time.
0: Yeah. Well, Ted, this has been really fantastic. And I so appreciate your time, um, because I know it's super valuable and you're busy and, um, productive and i think we really appreciate all your tips especially especially since you know your son is going through this whole process right now
1: yeah i'm fascinated because you know i i didn't have to do that i mean when I, i i you know when i was you know apple flew me out and they they interviewed 400 people on the same day from all these colleges and you interviewed with eight places and you got two offers you know it was crazy you know when it for me uh it was like these these it was the heyday you know back in the tech heyday way back then um, in the middle of COVID trying to find a job, I just, you know, I'll be, I, I can't wait to find out what happens to him, you know, and, and what he ends up, uh, finding or, 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 selecting, you know, it's, uh, I, you know, and I'm sure something's out there. It's, it's, uh, but yeah, informational interviews, totally the way to go. That's my advice.
0: Yeah. Informational interviews, get some mentors out of it and eventually it'll all fall into place. Again, build that system, right? It's all about the process.
1: Yeah. Don't worry about the, uh scoreboard worry about the game
0: nice yeah that's great advice all right well thank you ted i really appreciate it this is fantastic yeah yeah awesome
1: have an awesome uh, rest of friday and
0: weekend yeah you too okay all right i will talk to you soon okay bye-bye